It's time for the Alpha Wealth Hour, presented by the Alpha Wealth Group, the show that helps teach you how to make the right moves with regard to investment planning, tax savings, and estate protection. Are you ready to better understand the financial chaos? Here's your host, Tom Fortino. Good morning, everyone. This is Tom Fortino, the founder and principal of the Alpha Wealth Group, and of course, the host of the Alpha Wealth Hour. We have so much to get into today, every week. Boy. There's never a shortage of topics. Today, though, I want to cover a few things. Um, first of all, I want to talk to you about the 401k plans. There's a number of uh, things that have changed, but just still, it's, there's an article. It's called The Seven Most Common 401 Mistakes to, um, and What to Do to Avoid Them. I'm going to add some to that. In fact, I'm going to offer some information on this. So, um, you know, one of our biggest assets, in many cases, our biggest asset, are we taking advantage of it? A lot of moving parts. In addition to that, the Secure 2.0 Act, which was passed at the end of last year, uh, the Setting Every Community Up for Retirement Act 2.0, made some changes to Ross, made changes to 401ks. You need to be aware of these because it impacts your retirement. As I like to say, you know, these these um, acts, again, the Secure the Secure Act, Setting Every Community Up for Retirement Act, usually they do the opposite of what they say, but there are some good things to know about this as it relates to the overall plan. And then I'm going to talk about an interesting article, uh, William Bernstein um, he's a famed investment advisor. He said the biggest risk for investors, not preparing for the worst. What does that mean? I want to get into it. And of course, the question that he, that is posed in the beginning of this article is, and this is the big question, right? When it comes to investing, would you describe yourself as Mr. Spock of Star Trek uh, or George Costanza from Seinfeld? We're going to explain what that means here in a little bit. So <clears throat> let's dig in and just Again, jump right in. I'm going to offer some information, as I said, as we get along here, because I'm going to touch upon some things. I can't get into everything, so I want to get these things in your hands so you can read on it, mark it up, take action, and do some things. So a lot to talk about. We have workshops coming up. I'm going to mention those as well. Um, CPI came out, uh, Consumer Price Index, and um, I don't know. I want to almost say who cares, but it's up again. Oil's up. Those numbers were not in the figures was CPI was up 3.3. The core, I think, was up 4.6. Um, but cumulatively, since Biden's been in, um, in uh, as the president, 16% cumulatively. And, and some would argue even more. It's just we're dealing with a lot of things, and that's going to relate to some of the, the discussions that I'm going to have on the market uh, and investing, which is part of your 401k plan. Um, We'll get to that, but let me just again start type, start with the four hundred one k plans. The, the The interesting thing about this is so many of the things I'm going to discuss today and these seven common mistakes. I'm going to expand that, and then I'm going to offer the report on that. And so you have this uh, again. One of the biggest assets that we have, most people have in retirement, and we seem to see there's these common mistakes that we made. The first one is understanding these plans is the contribution. Right, these are called defined contribution plans. So let me make a let me make give you a definition. We hear defined contribution, maybe you don't, <laughs> but it's the term that's used for these plans: SEP plans, SEP IRAs, simplified employee pension plans, IRAs, four hundred one k's, four fifty sevens, the alphabet soup of retirement plans. Right, and the contribution is defined, not the benefit. Defined benefit plans are pension plans. Right, you know you're going to get two thousand a month for the rest of your life. Well, you know these companies have switched to defined contribution plans because the contribution is defined, not the benefit. We don't know what we're going to get on the back end. So 401K is the contribution, the defined contribution, $30,000 if you're over age 50, 22 dollars if you're under age 50. 
Um, so do you know what your contribution is? The second IRA is 7,500. Um, 7,500 is the defined contribution. That's the most you can put into a Roth or traditional IRA. Uh, SEPs, again, we don't need to go through all these. Simplified employee pension plans, you can put up to $66,000 or 25% of your compensation, whichever is lower, and on and on. Uh, but the point is, 401k plan is the most common employer plan out there. Um, the first question I always ask, the common mistakes, and we're going to go through these, and I'm going to offer it to you. You know, it's interesting. 401k plans have a beneficiary designation. They have a title. It has to stay in your name. So there's a state planning and and, and um and control aspects of it. There's investments. There's investment aspects of it. How are you invested? There's tax aspects of it. Are you using the Roth versus the traditional? I mean, there's a lot going on. And then we have to add on to that the Secure 2.0 OX. So, again, I, I just want <laughs> – let me get into this. So the first thing we want to talk about are your contributions. I, and I would say for those of you – and I'm going to get this out to you in a minute here. So it goes through the list of things. Um, if you're if you have a 401k plan, contact your 401k provider and start asking these questions. We need to know our numbers. You hear me talk about this all the times. I beat the drums on this. Do you know what your contribution is? I hear this a lot when I talk to someone. Well, I think I'm putting in 10. percent I'm not sure what it is. It might be 3,000 a month or what, 2,000 a month, whatever the number is. Um, <clears throat> so we really want to understand what our contribution is. So question one is you need to ask your your um, employer what or the uh, 401k provider, what am I contributing? Get that number, right? Because you may not be maxing it out. By the way, if you haven't maxed it out, you have until December 31st to max it out. So you can increase your contributions to get to that 30,000 limit, okay? The second thing, matches. Okay, what is your match? And by the way, if you can increase your contribution, please do. These are important things. The second thing is, what is your match, okay? I met with, again, people, I think it's 3%, I think it's 6%, I think it's 50% on the, 100% on the first three, 50% on the first, on the next three. This is free money. Free money. Dollar for dollar in most cases. If you are not taking advantage of the match, man, you are missing out. So do you see why, I have a lot, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot more to get into here. I'm just kind of setting the ideas of, can you tell me if I asked you, what is your contribution? If it's 10%, 10% of what? 10% of your compensation. Is that enough? If you're making 100,000, 10% is 10,000. You can go up to 30, okay? Let me do this. I want to offer um, the, uh, the, uh, the portfolio. Well, it actually is a combined. It gets into maximizing your 401k. It also relates to investments and tax planning. There's so much in here. So if you want to get this report, then you can take it and you can walk through each one of these and really take advantage of maximizing that 401k plan, making sure you're taking advantage of all those things. And also the investment piece of it was, of course, important, which is creating the perfect portfolio, another report. I'll put those together for you. And, of course, the tax ideas because that relates and the estate planning. Man, all of these things that relate to your 401k, and we're going to get into them in detail, but if you want that information, you know, we'll get it out to you. Of course, as you know, there's no cost or obligation, 630 630- 934 1855 630-934-1855 to get the 401k, maximizing 401k report. Um, we Again, we have a lot more to get into on this. And I don't know if we'll cover all of the ideas, but I want you to have this report of understanding the questions to ask. What is my contributions? What is my match? Uh, do I have a Roth option? Are there in-service roller options? Is there an after-tax contribution? Who are my beneficiaries? You see... There's going to be, I, I bet you, if you go through this report and this list of things, you're going to find some things that you've overlooked. 
and again, I'm not, this is no fault of anyone's. I would kind of blame sometimes these HR departments. I don't think they do. And I'm sorry, it's not personal to anyone, but I think we could do a better job. You know, when these, I had someone I talked to the other day, they said, yeah, I just found out what my, they told me I wasn't, you know, taking advantage of the match. And I'm like, and she, I said, I, she said, well, why didn't you tell me? And the HR person like, well, you should have known. I'm like, boy, that's a great response. But um, <laughs> anyway, let's take action. I always say being proactive, procrastination is one of the biggest obstacles and arguably the biggest because if you're not doing something, what good does it do? Do you? Um, taking action. So when I offer this report, I offer these ideas. Imagine if you could just this one piece of your plan. And as you know, my, you know, my mantra, you know, my, it's really about five pieces. It's not about one thing. It's not about buying a product and all that good stuff. It's about having an income plan, a tax plan, an investment plan, an estate plan, an asset protection plan. Interestingly enough, we're going to touch upon all of these just through the 401k. So if I offered this report, in fact, I'll, uh, I'll make another offer here in a second, but if you want the report, 630-934-1855, it gets into multiple ideas and factors. There's about 10 ideas here. We're talking, looking at 10 ideas on maximizing your 401k, things that you may have overlooked. Um, we can talk about the Roth option. What's, how is a, do you, are you taking advantage of that? I've mentioned this before. You know I'm a big uh, tax-free guy. I like getting to tax-free. I'm a free market guy, a tax-free guy. I wish we'd go to a flat tax. That ain't happening anytime soon, um, unfortunately. Uh, but this is something else. Okay, these are these things that it gets exciting to me because you could really this, – this is an investment vehicle that's offered to you through your employer that, that I think many of us um, are not really taking full advantage of. And so the Roth option is putting the money in and then it grows tax-free for the rest of your life. No required minimum distributions. You can pull the money out at any time. The tax rate on it is zero. It doesn't tax your social security and goes to your spouse and children tax-free, right? So maybe we want to start incorporating the tax. So when you make a contribution to your 401k or any, or an IRA, there's, you know, it's, it's the first decision is, okay, I'm going to make contributions towards my retirement. Number one, number two, is do I want to do it tax deferred? Do I want to do it tax free? Right? And so we really want to think about this um, because remember, on the back end, every penny's taxable if it's in a tax deferred, the traditional accounts, at whatever the tax rate is. Okay, there's required minimum distributions, whether you want the monies or not. Okay? Uh, it's used to determine how much of your Social Security is taxable. Mm-hmm. And your spouse and children. We'll pay the tax on it. Either you or someone is. I got news for you, right? Um, so should we be incorporating, I like to sometimes call it tax diversification. So, you, you know, with the 401k, what's the difference between a Roth 401k and a Roth IRA? Well, I'll tell you. Um, the Roth 401k, number one, is you can put 30000 into a 401k. Remember I said defined contribution? 7500 into a Roth IRA. So there's a, you can put much more into a 401k. Number one. Number two, 401ks are not income tested. What I mean by that is if you make too much money, as an example, if you're, if you're married and you file joint, if you make over 228000 gross income, you cannot contribute to a Roth. However, you could potentially do a backdoor Roth. That's a whole nother discussion. 401ks are not income tested. You can make a million dollars a year. I hope you do. Um, still contribute to a Roth 401k. How about that? 
Um, so these are things that we want to be aware of the differences in these different types. Are we taking advantage of them? By the way, don't let me, don't let me forget. You can contribute to a Roth IRA as well as a Roth 401k. You could do 30,000 to the 401k, 7,500. I'm talking if you're over age 50, um, um, you can do both. That's 37,000. You get the money that's going to be taxed for the rest of your life, man. That's what we like to call cooking with gas, even though. Um, the Biden administration doesn't like me using that phrase because we're not supposed to cook with gas, apparently. Although I still do. I'm waiting for my house to be raided. Excuse me, take a drink of coffee there. So I just want you to be evolved. Do you see how we, we, we just talked about three pieces of this? What are your contributions? What is your match? It, I'm telling you, some of us are, we, we may be surprised when we get these answers. Um, but we start, this becomes infectious. We start to take control. Uh, you know, is there a Roth option? Are we using, I'm going to talk about after-tax contributions as well. Um, and in-service rollovers, man, this is a, there's a lot here. Let me do this again. I'm going to offer this report. I'm going to make a couple offers here. Um, I want you to maximizing the 401k, how to, uh, you know, maximize your 401k, get the most out of it. That's my belief. And, uh, and really kind of supercharge it. And, and I know this is only one piece of your plan, but this is important. So if you want that report, we'll get it out to you, 630-934-1855, 630-934-1855. I'll include the tax ideas in there. Um, and, uh, you know, and if you want us to customize you customize it for you, please let me know. We will get it out. To, we'll get you that. Um, and, then, um, and then you can start to really, like I said, um, I think it, it's going to make you uh, – have a better sense of where things are and maybe, maybe more, a little more comfortable with it. We still have to get to the investment part of it. And that's why I wanted to talk about this. Not the biggest investment risk is not preparing for the worst. We're going to talk about, you know, what we maybe want to consider in this market and how 401ks and so on should be treated. And really your overall investments. A lot of this, like I said, spills into other things that you can be doing. I always, the other thing you may want to ask is what about in-service rollovers? Um, you know, what is an in-service rollover? Well, an in-service rollover, and again, these are questions you can be jotting down now. Or if you get the report, when you call your 401k provider, you're going to know a lot about your plan, which is a really good thing. Um, and then you'll be able to take action. In-service rollovers are kind of, sometimes you hear these terms and it's like, okay, what does that mean? Well, that's what it means. I'm in service. I have not separated service, right? So I'm in service. I'm still working. You may have an option of doing an in-service rollover. It means I can move the money to an IRA, which is a non-taxable event. I can take money from the 401k, move it to an IRA. Uh, that's called an in-service. And I can still keep the 401k open, keep contributing the 30000 a year or whatever, still take advantage of it. But now I've moved the assets that are in there to another IRA. I can do it at Fidelity or Schwab, wherever. It is a non-taxable event. Why would I do that? Well, because number one, you have is you know you can control the costs. You can control the investments. You can, if you want to buy uh, Tesla, gold, Apple, um, commodity, whatever, and all types of ETFs, you know, and on and on. You can do that in your Fidelity account. You cannot do that in your 401k in most cases. It's not an open brokerage. You have what you know. I think the average. I saw a study. The average 401k has 17 mutual funds. Many, some have more. But now you have control of it. Now you can invest it the way you choose. Now you have uh, control of the costs. I mean, there's just so much, I think, bigger benefits. So you might want to ask that question as well. Do I have an in-service rollover? So we're, you see where we're getting to these ideas of taking advantage of this? There's a tax component to it. 
there's an investment component as far as if I can do the in-service. Um, and then there's, and then, and then there's also, um, you know, of course, am I maxing out my contributions and understanding what it is? If nothing else, if you up them, that's a great thing. Um, the other thing, uh, we'll talk about, let me pivot a little bit to the, um, to this estate planning piece of it. I'm going to get back to the other things, but, um, you know, the other question you may want to ask and you should ask is who are my beneficiaries? Okay. We're getting away a little bit from the, the tax piece and the investment component of it, but isn't it interesting? Please. I think it is, um, that there's all of these pieces when you look at it and it kind of covers these areas we talk about all the time. You know, we do estate planning. Well, there's an estate planning component to your 401k, right? I've read that article. It was called having a bad air day. Okay. And what happened was uh, this individual, his largest asset in this case was his 401k. And he had three daughters and he wanted them to inherit the 401k. Um, the problem was that, uh, well, when he died, uh, it didn't go to his, didn't go to his children. It went to his spouse. Okay. Who he'd been married to for two months. <laughs> so he basically disinherited his children. Why is that? Well, 401ks employer plans have a unique feature. If you're not going to name a spouse, they have to disclaim it or they have to sign off on that. So you, again, you have to understand some of these things because you may disinherit people not knowing. By the way, if you don't name your trust or your will, they have nothing to do with the Beneficiary designations go directly to an individual, right? You cannot change them post-death. And so we have to be very careful. I do, I have a whole, um, just a report on bulletproofing your, just on beneficiaries, okay? Estate, this is part of the estate planning piece. I have another report on this, what I call the six essential documents, trust, powers of attorney. These relate, but do you see why these things are so important? Because you could build up this account. You could do these things. You make the contributions. You do some Roths. You do all these things, and then you, you, it goes to the people you didn't expect it to go to. If you have no beneficiary, it's going to go through probate. Okay, you need to have primary, you need to have contingents. I won't go on and on and belabor the beneficiary point. There's another aspect of this too. If you're incapacitated, that asset is frozen unless you have a power of attorney. We can talk a little bit about that. Okay, investments aside, taxes aside. These are important things to understand with this one asset in our portfolio. It's true on retirement accounts too. They have to stay titled in your name. Again, so I'll make, let me make a couple uh, offers here too. I'm going to offer that report again maximizing your 401k, the estate planning pieces of it, setting that up properly, understanding, having powers of attorney in place, also understanding Roth versus traditional contribution amounts, um, matches, all of these things to really take advantage and get this, 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 port, this piece set up or this piece of your plan. And a lot of these things spill over to everything else. So this is, this is important stuff. So if you want that, um, you will get it out to you as I always offer this information. Uh, 630-934-1855, 630-934-1855. Let me make another, well, I'll make this offer here in a little bit, but I just want you to know, you can also go to our website, alphawealthgroup.com. Um, you can get information there. You can email me if you have specific questions. More than happy to get you information. I will. I'll respond and you can, if there's certain things that you are specific to you, I know everybody's situation is unique. You can also sign up for one of our classes. The new reality in our retirement, that's the name of our classes. We have two posted, I think for September, we're going to have some in October too. Um, there's no cost or charge for these either. So or no cost or obligation, I should say. You can come to these. Um, uh, we really, we really get into a lot of information. I get a lot of great feedback from them. 
And, uh, you know, my whole, my whole, um, I guess, uh, point on a lot of this is if you can come away with one or two ideas, and I think it'll be much more, I think that's been productive. And, and I say ideas that can make a difference in your plan for you and your family. So all of these little things, man, they add up. They add up. So I just thought I would focus a little bit on the 401k today in this article about the seven most common mistakes. Again, I'm expanding it. My report is a little more, more involved. I mean, this says, um, you know, under, you know, some of this stuff is okay. It's good. I mean, relying on target date funds. I'd be a little more specific. I'm not a big fan of the target date funds. Rebalancing your 401k, that's okay. That's part of it too. Um, <clears throat> you know, but I, I don't think this is as good as my list. Is as good as my list. I'm sorry. I mean, it's got some good stuff in here, but um, but that's why, I, as I said, I thought it's a it was a good kind of jumping off point uh, for this. In many cases, the one of the biggest assets in your plan really taking advantage of this because it can be so. It will. I believe have a big impact on your retirement. So many of us rely on this vehicle. It's it's one of the, it's one of the plans that, that um, provides some of the, one of the biggest contributions um, available to you. Um, we can talk about after tax contributions. I, I don't have time to get into that now, but uh, I will on the other side. You know, four hundred one k plans. I'll make a couple more comments on four hundred one k plans. Um, number one, um, the IRS allows for, I don't have the exact number in here, maybe 70500 pretty close. I know you're saying, what? It's true. Look it up. Um, 401ks are allowed, uh, the IRS allows, uh, again, I'm saying over age 50, but you can do, put almost 70000 I think a little over 70000 now. The 30000 is the pre-tax and the Roth piece. Above 30000 is called after-tax contributions. They are allowed in some plans. Again, ask the question. That's in this report, by the way. And I haven't gotten into a number of things that are pretty pretty important when you use after-tax contributions. I'm going to talk more about that and how you can use that in your planning when we come back. The second thing that I want to mention is for those of you that are self-employed or you're, you're uh, yeah, self-employed, you have your own LLC or S-Corp. Again, I met with someone this week. They, they have an, um, an S-Corp. Or an LLC, I suggested an S corp. There's there's a whole discussion there, but um, um, you know, if you are self employed, you can set up an individual four hundred one k. You wear that. Um, you can go to Fidelity and open up an individual four hundred one k. Boom, you got it. There's the, you know you, you don't have to. There's not these issues so much because there's no there's the, you don't have employees, so you don't have to worry about the non discriminatory rules and the ERISA rules and so on. You have this. Um, you know, this individual 401k that you can set up, you can fund it. You could put 50,000 into it. If you set it up properly, 60,000, you can peel off some of it and do Ross. And so, I mean, you know, there's, there's, there's these, these, this is how I advise um, individuals. I have business owners, small business owners that are clients. We have 401ks and they have employees. I have clients that is an individual. We set up an individual 401k for him, but we want to be aware of some of these options. Let me do this. Since I'm speaking of this, I want to, uh, you know, most people walk through our doors. They have two things in common. They have a 401k. They have other accounts. Um, but, uh, you know, sometimes they're not sure of the risk. They're not sure of their investments. They're not sure of are they optimizing things. And all of these pieces, were, are they working together? And really, their overall retirement plan. What, how does all of this fit together? And are they going to get their arms around all of it? So let me do this. I'm going to offer um, an opportunity if you want to come in. I mean, if you want to take advantage of this, talk about not procrastinating. 
because this is going to be personal. I always say throw everything in a box. We will do a complete. We'll test your plan on your goals. You'll know where you stand. Um, we'll do an, a to complete income analysis, um, tax analysis, 401k and portfolio x-ray. Um, you will walk out of there in estate planning too. We'll walk out of the complete plan. This is what I call a complete comprehensive review, and it's personalized and customized to you. If you want to take advantage of this, you'll meet with me personally, Tom Fortino. Um, it'll be a good experience. I'm pretty confident on that. And I hopefully you'll walk out of there with a much lower stress level because you're going to have clarity. That's my, my commitment. 630-934-1855 to schedule a time. 630-934-1855 for your personal, customized, complimentary retirement plan. You listen to Tom Fortino of the Alpha Wealth Group. Coming up, we're going to get into some more ideas on the 401k. I'm going to talk about not preparing for the worst from an investment standpoint. A lot to get into. Stick around. Welcome back to the Alpha Wealth Hour. This is Tom Fortino, your host and the principal and founder of the Alpha Wealth Group, an investment advisor rep, life insurance license, insurance license. And I like to say we're a little different by design. We do everything in our, that's again, my opinion, everything from we have attorneys to do estate planning, income planning, tax planning, investment, portfolio management, asset protection. We're going to get into all of these uh, as much as possible today. That's why I offer the reports. I just can't, um, you know, I can't uh, get into everything. It's just, I don't have the time. That's why we have the classes. Um, if you have questions, if you want to get a hold of us, 630-934-1855, 630-934-1855. But um, if you want to attend one of the classes, you can also go to our website, alphawealthgroup.com. If you want to, um, if you want to attend one of the classes, you can sign up through our um, through our website. Uh, they're called the New Reality in Our Retirement. We cover a lot of these topics, obviously, in a lot more detail, and uh, I think you'll enjoy it. I conduct the classes and I try to get as much information out to you as possible. Today, we're we're covering this four hundred one k. You know, kind of what uh, I don't want to say inspired, but prompted, uh, whatever term you want to use. Today's discussion, I thought, you know, this is a good discussion because when we talk about four hundred one. 401k mistakes. Well, first of all, in so many instances, it's uh, sometimes the uh, it's the largest asset for for many people. Um, it's the vehicle in which we save for retirement. Now, you know um, that's one of it. And then I th- it's there's some of these common mistakes where we're not taking advantage of it. We're not using it. Now, um, you know these are these defined contribution plans. I always, I want to be a little careful because. You know, I want to separate this from the income piece. You hear me talk about it. incomes are different than assets. It's important you grow a pot of money, but you also want to do the things which we're not talking about a lot today, which is, you know, the Social Security decision and claiming strategies. You heard me talk about that a lot. You know, your pension decisions and how to, you know, how to make those decisions or things to consider there. These are all income streams. Those are more defined benefits, right? Not defined contributions. The benefit is defined. You're going to get 3000 a month. You're going to get 2000 a month. And that's important to have an income plan. You know me. I talk about that. That's the cornerstone of your plan. All right? But um, And then, you know, you can look at different ways to create income. And then you have the investments, which you can use to supplement your income. But are we taking and, and uh, making sure we take advantage of some of these things? For example, I talked about the common mistakes. One, 
Do you know what you're, are you taking advantage of the contribution amounts? You can put up to 30,000 over age 50, up to $30,000 a year. Um, Tax-free, you can put in a Roth or a traditional. I mentioned the, the second part about are you taking advantage of the tax-free components of these? Do you want to start using a Roth? You don't have to do 30000 You can split the difference. Go 15 each, right? That's an option. Um, also, uh, I mentioned the, um, the in-service, finding out what your match is. Can you answer all these questions? If you were sitting across me and I said, tell me these numbers, do you know them? And it's not to be critical. We're busy. Right, you go on this automatic payroll deduction, and by the way, you can increase your benefits and get to thirty thousand. If you you call your provider and say I'm at ten thousand, you can start to say taking out take out a lot, you know, take out enough to get me to thirty by the end of the year, or whatever the goal is. Make sure you're taking advantage of the match. That is free money. Um, <clears throat> if there's a Roth option, maybe you want to start doing that. Create some tax diversification. Do you have an in-service rollover option where you can actually roll the funds while you're still in service, while you're still working? to a traditional IRA where now you control it. You buy the stocks you want. You buy the investments you want. I think that's a pretty big benefit. I mentioned after-tax contributions. And then next I want to get into the question I asked at the beginning, which is um, when it comes to investing yourself, when you invest, excuse me, let me try that again. When it comes to investing, would you describe yourself as Mr. Spock of Star Trek or George Costanza from Seinfeld? I want to explain that in a second. But the after-tax contributions, I, I've had many, just, I've many conversations and many meetings, and this is part of what we do. That's why I say when we're different by design, I say, look, did you ask your provider? And that's why I want to offer this list because you can call your phone camera and start going through this. And you're going to know how this, this, uh, this benefit works for you. But, you know, can you exceed the 30000 You hit 30000 in October. Sometimes people say, okay, you're done. You can't put any more in. Well, maybe you can put more in. Why would I add more to my after tax? Let's say I go say, you say to your employer, put another 10000 in, keep pulling money out of my, my paycheck. It will go in. It's not going to come off your paycheck. It's still going to be on your W-2. You will pay tax on it. Why would you do that? Because if you put that extra money in, in many cases, you can roll it, to a or roll it to a Roth through your 401k. Uh-huh. You heard me. So you want to call your 401k provider, ask them, can I do in-service rollers? Can I make after-tax contributions? You could put an extra ten, twenty thousand in there at the end of the year. Move it to a Roth on top of the seventy five hundred, on top of the thirty thousand, right? And so, and if you're fa- if you're a, if you can't put Roth IRA contributions because your your income's too high, you can do more through your four hundred one k potentially. Are we fine? Do we know these things? Are we aware of these options? So let me offer that again. That's why I want you to have these um, understand the 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 four hundred one k. A lot of these things are never discussed even if we talk about contributions and matches. So if you want the information, again, 630-934-1855, 630-934-1855, maximizing your 401k, understanding. I do, a lot of these things relate to, you know, the investment piece of it, the beneficiaries, designations, all of those relate to um, your overall plan, right? And so this is good stuff to know. And I'll include the ideas on the tax-free stuff in there too and, and some other, um, you know, in, um, ideas on uh, creating your, your investment, designing and building a portfolio. So and the, and so let me segue into that. But as I said, if you want it, 630-934-1855. And so talking about the investment piece, I want to get back to a, a number of these. I mean, I can't even cover the 401k. You know, we talked about beneficiary designations and powers of attorney. But let me talk about the investment piece of it. 
And this really relates to overall your investments. Okay, there was this, there's a famed advisor, his name's William Bernstein. This was in the Wall Street Journal. He said his, his point was investors' biggest risk is not preparing for the worst. And he said the, um, he said the key to hold en- is, the, is to hold enough safe, boring assets to keep you from panicking when the value of your other assets drop. Okay, so he asked the question, the thing said is, are you more like Mr. Spock or George Costanza? In other words, are you an investor who's logical and dispassionate or one who's impulsive and excitable? Now, most of us, not surprisingly, like to think we're Mr. Spock. <laughs> but when it comes to economic times, uh, but when it comes, economic times are at their worst. Many of us are more apt to resemble George. I'm sorry. But, you know, the, the, the data, and I, his name may not be used specifically. I'm just saying that over, the data shows this. I did last week. I showed that Dalbar study that showed over the last um, 30 years, the average investor versus the S&P, um, you know, uh, it would be almost a, uh, I think 100,000 would be 700 and some thousand versus 2 million on the S&P. We see this, the average investor underperforming because of these emotions. And so it's so critical really to have an investment plan and an investment piece. And that's why I say I offer that as part of this packet. So you can really kind of get your arms around it. Like, like I said, this morning, the C, no, this morning, I'm sorry, this week, <clears throat> the CPI came out. We hear about the jobs report the week before. We're going to hear, you know, all of these different data. Is the Fed going to raise rates? And that's all great. And unfortunately, it's, a, it's kind of a curse and a blessing because we have all this information. But then our head starts to spin. So what's the average investor going to do? In addition to that, you know, and these are some good people. I like a lot of them, but they're saying, okay, this is the stock you buy. This is the, this is the sector you get into, healthcare. And that's great too. You can do that. Exchange-traded funds allow you to. But now what? When are you going to sell it? Are you going to keep it? Are you, gonna, you know, so we just have to be very careful. And again, we, it's it, a lot of opinions out there and they can be very confusing. I try to keep things as simple as possible. It's just like John Vogel used to say that um, – Vanguard, founder of Vanguard, pioneer, great guy, great man. I mean, he, he is a pioneer in this industry. And he said it's very simple. Take your age, subtract it from 100. I upped it to about 120, but somewhere in that neighborhood. Subtract your age. That's how much you should have in stocks, okay? And just like this, um, this, this uh, William Bernstein is saying, have some boring things. And the nice thing about it is today, we used to have interest rates of 4 and 5%. We can get decent amount on our money that's the boring stuff. So when the market drops 20%, 30%, guess what? 40% of your money is going nowhere. In fact, it's still going to go up. So are we doing these things? So now we can stay the course. We don't make these knee-jerk reactions. No one can time the market. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Now, in the periphery, if you want to do a 5 or 10% you know, of your portfolio where you're going to do some more active, unless you're an active trader, so I'll make an exception to that. But this is why we started creating investment and we reduce the, I believe you'll reduce your stress. You'll have a plan and you can stick to it. And you know what typically happens? You're more successful. So if you say, look, I'm, I'm comfortable with 60%. I'll use that John Vogel, 60 minus 120 at 60% should be in equities. Fine. Large cap, maybe overweight large cap. You can buy the S&P. You can buy these index funds. SPY is an ETF. I, I don't like, try to avoid BlackRock. Actually, I should say that. You know, Larry Fink is not a, I don't, don't care for BlackRock. But anyway, you can buy an S&P index. You can buy the Vanguard, VTSMX, Vanguard Total Stock and Market Index. 
That could be 40% of your um, equity, 30%. You could buy some small cap, again, Vanguard small cap, Fidelity small cap. Um, maybe that's 10 or 20%. That's it. It doesn't have to be more complicated. You can own some fixed investment, not fixed investments, money markets, uh, two-year treasuries, whatever it might be, that's your fixed piece. Done. And then you rebalance it every so often. Then you don't, you hear these numbers and you say, okay, I think I'm going to buy. There's the low-hanging fruit I've talked about. Look, Apple stock pulls back 20%. Maybe I own some of that, you know, or, or whatever you, you like. Tesla, you know, um, uh, Microsoft, again, these things. Or you've looked into some stocks and you want to buy some. That's good too. But we want to have a core portfolio. Again, this is my opinion, of course. But I think ultimately, based on the numbers and based on the data, that's how you're going to be more successful. That's one piece of your 401k, the investment piece. And here's the other comment I'll make about 401ks. And then I'm going to offer this again. Um, but, uh, you know, when you're dollar cost averaging, there was an interesting, um, study done. Uh, Burton Melchiel did this study famed random walk through wall street. I think he's in his nineties now. He's, he's sticking around. Um, he's still with it too, by the way. So it's really not age. That's my comment. It's not age that in most cases where you're not, um, where you may not have mental acuity. It's, it's plenty of people in their eighties and nineties are sharp. There's some that aren't <clears throat> anyway. My point is um, you're putting money in Burton Malachi. When you put money into this dollar cost averaging to a certain extent, you're not eliminating market risk, but you're, you know, you're buying high, you're buying low, you're buying high. You'll see over time, he did a study even over the 10 years of 2000 to 2010, when the market was negative over a 10 year period, you know, you were up because of your dollar cost averaging. So I would just say as a general rule, your 401ks can be a little more aggressive. Again, I'm just making general comments relative to your uh, your outs, other outside investments because you're continuously buying every month, okay? Just again, a general comment. But do you see how we're starting to do things? We're putting things in place. Um, let me offer that packet again, the information on the common mistakes with 401ks, getting efficient and maximizing the 401k plan. I'll also include some of the ideas, as I said, on the estate planning part of it, understanding you should have powers of attorney in place to control the 401k so it's not frozen making sure your beneficiaries are set up properly. Man, this is all part of it, right? This is what's about being complete. 630-934-1855. 630-934-1855 to get this information. And then, you know, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, you know, for those of you, I always say, look, um, there's a lot of moving parts here. As the dude likes to say, a lot of ins and outs and a lot of what have yous. And so... Um, I get it. I'm, I'm giving you ideas and I want to, as I said, you take away one or two things. Let's say for instance, you call Monday, your 401k provider, this, this causes that. That's a good thing. Right. Um, but for those that want, um, as I said, I made this offer, I'll make it again. You know, we do a complete analysis. Um, you know, we'll, you bring in, we'll bring in your 401k. You know, we'll do a we'll do a review of your 401k plan. We'll talk about every aspect of it. We'll uncover what your options are and talk to you about maximizing the 401k. We'll look at everything. Okay, you have other accounts. How do you how do you manage one versus the other? Um, uh, you know, what is the income plan separate from this? Okay, the 401k plan is one where you're going to build up some, uh, um, accumulate some wealth, grow the assets, but also. You know, you're going to create some income, uh, everything, minimizing taxes, throw everything in a box. If you want to take advantage of it, meet with me personally, Tom Fortino. It will be a fun experience. I think 
it will be a good and, uh, you know, I get a lot of this when people walk out of there. Man, that was really simple. Now I understand it. I get it, right? And and I think I'm able to do that. And so it just hopefully provides a situation where now you can really take action, be informed, and feel good about it. Uh, six, so if you want to take advantage of this, again, meet with me personally, six, Tom Fortino, 630-934-1855, 630-934-1855 if you want to schedule a time. And it's very informal. It really is. You know, it's not salesy at all. You come in, we talk, we go through things. In just one meeting, um, I think you'll have a much clearer picture of things at least uh, on, a, on a lot of levels. That's that's what I think. So, um, and then the information, and then you go to our website, and then you can come to one of our classes. Lots of information, so there's no excuse because there's no cost to it. So why wouldn't you take advantage of some of this stuff? Um, okay, let me get back into some other things about, um, um, you know, we talked about a little bit about investing. I did kind of pivot to that. I just want you to be aware of, you know, the big thing about um, investing is having a plan that meets, you know, you build and design a portfolio that meets your risk tolerance and investment objectives. Look, if you're a year out from retirement, you're two years out, even three years out, you're a little more vulnerable, right? If you're 15 years out, you know, just let it rip. I mean, again, this is my opinion. I'm making general comments. I don't, <laughs> but you know, you've got time, right? Um, so, it, but on the other end, if, if, um, if you're not and you're getting near retirement, you know, we want to understand these, these things. And so that's why it's important to really do a review. And that's what, part of what we do. We do a, a complete review of your overall portfolio to see where you stand. And, um, you know, are you taking advantage of some of these things? So the 401k plan, as I said, covers a lot of ground. It covers, um, I mean, uh, the, the areas we talked about, number one, what are you contributing? Number two, what is your match? Number three, do you, are you taking advantage of the Roth and getting more to tax-free? Are you taking advantage and do they have an after-tax contribution segment to it? Do you have in-service rollover options? Who are your beneficiaries? Um, you know, what about the investments? How are your investments set up, right? Um, you know, I mentioned, too, these accounts are, are individually titled. Uh, so keep in mind, we always talk about estate planning and what happens in the event that you pass away. But during your lifetime, if you are incapacitated, have your spouse call your 401k provider. I can tell you, I've called uh, with my wife. I've called the 401k provider and uh, she'll say, yeah, I'm calling. I wanted to get, you know, do some things with the 401k. <clears throat> and, um, and oh, by the way, I'm here with my husband and they'll say, okay, you know, they just shut down. They're not going to talk. <laughs> and I'm, I'm just standing there. So if, you know, they got to get permission. They can't even talk to her with me listening. <laughs> So you see my point why this, these things are so important. And when I talk about all the aspects of being complete, all right, um, if, if you want to try and call your spouse's 401k provider or even their IRA provider, they will not talk to you, okay, unless you have a power of attorney. That's why this stuff is so important. That's why I'm such a stickler for this stuff. That's why we do estate planning. I don't want to work with someone that doesn't have a power of attorney in place. You really need to have those things in place. I'm going to bug you, and I want you to get it, Right. These are things that I, that's separate from the investments. I, you know, the attorney does that, right? I don't get compensated for it. In fact, it usually creates more work for me because I help, you know, facilitate all this stuff. But it, I think this stuff is so critical to your overall plan, right? You hear me talk about it. Um, 
uh, on the estate planning side of it. But, um, you know, your beneficiary designations on these retirement accounts, keep in mind, again, beneficiary designations have, if you name individuals um, as beneficiaries, uh, it has nothing to do with your trust or will unless you name them specifically. It flows outside of that. Now, it doesn't go through probate. It goes to the beneficiaries, but make sure they're who you want them to be, okay? You may be surprised, you know, and that's why I say when you call these 401k providers, one of the questions you should ask, or you better ask, who are my beneficiaries? Again, you may be surprised. Typically, it's spouse first, children second. Spouses have what are called spousal rollover privileges. They can assume ownership of the 401k as though it was theirs, right? It's a non-taxable event. Children do not have that option. They cannot assume ownership. But the point is, you know, that's typically the way you do it. Again, if you want it to flow through your trust, for those of you who have a trust, and everyone, as the attorney I used to work with years ago said, if you have a home and a bank account, you should have a trust. Um, you know, and you want to name your trust as the beneficiary. You know, I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer, um, but you can name your trust as a beneficiary. If, again, if you have certain goals. So, I hope you can see why all of this stuff is so important. And again, that relates to any beneficiary-driven asset. I'm getting off on a little bit of a tangent here, but your life insurance, your 401ks, your IRAs, annuities, those are all beneficiary-driven assets. And so um, be aware how those are set up and then, you know, how do they match up with your um, your overall estate plan. All right. So again, didn't mean to get off on that, but I just, I think this is pretty important, you know, in the whole overall thing. You know that the estate planning is one of those five pieces. I talk about the five pillars to your plan and estate and legacy planning is one of them. You can see why, right? And why, when I say it's not just about, it's about, uh, well, during your, I always say these documents, either during your lifetime, your assets will be controlled by them or they will flow through them. And so do we have these in place? We do a lot of estate planning. I mean, that's a relative term, but I think we do. I mean, I've, I've, dealt with three or four just this past week, maybe more. And this happens continuously on some level, but I just want you to be aware of it um, and have that as part of your overall plan. But the, the 401k and just really your overall investments, you know, be aware of some of these things. Also um, getting organized, you know, I'm a big stickler for being financial organization. That's why I offer the asset organizer. Um, as I said, just like with the beneficiary audit, you may find there's assets in a lot of different places that you're unaware of. I've given you the ING study. It showed that 50%, 50% of 401k participants, right, have a 401k at an old company. That's right. And it's not chump change, as the article said. It's between ten and 50,000 in about half of the cases. So, you know, I, I met with someone this week. They had two old 401ks. I mean, that happens all the time. Those things can be transferred either to your existing 401k. You can ask your 401k company if they'll allow for that. Or they can go into, um, into an IRA. You can open a Fidelity IRA. You can transfer all of them in. You're done. Right? Um, this is why we get now you – because what happens all too often is you forget about them. They're not being monitored. You don't know what their investments are. This is not good. And so this is why I always talk about getting organized too. And so – like I said, think about getting all these pieces in place. And once you get, it's like building a house. I always say, I've said this before, it's like building a car. I'm an engineer by trade, but, you know, I work for General Motors, building a car. I'll use that example, right? You get all these things in place and then you maintain it, right? Um, but that's the same thing. You build this plan and you get all these pieces in place. 
Um, and I'm using part of this, I'm, I'm focusing on one area, which I think it has a lot of overlap in your overall plan, right? Am I taking advantage? Am I maxing out my contributions? Am I getting the match? Am I ta- doing tax planning through it, using the Roth versus the traditional piece or using both? Um, am I getting, am I taking advantage of the after tax? How is my, my investment set up in this relative to everything else? My beneficiary set up properly. Do I have powers of attorney to control it? I'll include the asset organizer plus the maximizing the 401k, the reports, and any additional reports you request. If you give us a call, we will get it out to you. But you need to give us a call. 630-934-1855. 630-934-1855 to get the maximizing the 401k report. I'll also include the creating and designing your portfolios, which is part of your 401k, the tax ideas, which is part of the 401k, and your overall plan and the estate planning ideas. So that's all part of it. You see why this stuff is so important? We need to take control. We, te- we need to not procrastinate. We need to get these things in place because it's going to imp- have an impact in our life, in our retirement, our family as well. And, uh, you know, that's that's why I hope you came away with a, group, a few good ideas that I think you should have. Um, as always, you know, feel free to f- reach out to us. Everyone, have a blessed week, and let's get to work. Annuity guarantees rely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurer. Any references to production benefits or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products or services. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims-paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc. The Alpha Wealth Hour, presented by the Alpha Wealth Group. 